welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. I want you all to know that I have my little snack and it's an iced coffee and it is in my Summer Moon beer glass, which is just like a glass that looks like a beer can. That's what these are called, right? Yeah, yeah. Like goes up at the edges. And she's my little afternoon coffee treat. We're recording on Sunday afternoon and both my children are napping, which is always a treat in of a in of itself. (laughs) I don't even know. In and of itself. In and of itself. Because then I get a little moment to myself. You know? Yeah. Love nap time. And now we get to chat, but yeah, that's it sounds so good. What's your snack lately, Jordan? I know you're not physically eating anything right now, but well, I just left a family birthday party and they had like a hundred mini bluebells, like the little tiny ones that with are the personal size. Um, I don't think they maybe they did come with spoons. I don't know. I didn't even open it because I left the party to come record and I just grabbed one. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna eat this after we record. So that's going to be my snack. And it sounds so good because it's hot, dear. Mm-hmm. We were playing badminton, so I'm like sweating. <laughs> Did you see that Bluebell came out with a Dr. Pepper float ice cream flavor? It was the talk of the party. Yeah. I mean, they got it. So we want to have like the program heads over for dinner. And we're like, well, of course we have to have dessert and we have to have this Dr. Pepper float ice cream. And so we tried a little bit of it last night and it is pretty good does dr pepper taste like cherry to you am i I've never had dr pepper oh yeah because you don't drink soda mm-hmm. so i don't think i've ever even had a sip oh my gosh we're gonna have to yeah I, need, I will try the ice cream because i mean yeah. i love ice cream but then you'll finally get dr pepper in some form yeah yeah mm-hmm. we'll have to try it Okay, cute. Ice cream. We love ice cream. Okay, so this week we are recapping all of Survivor season 44. We're sharing all of our little thoughts about it. I know not everyone is a Survivor girl or a guy. You know, we, I realize mm-hmm. it's kind of chuggy. We still watch it. Someone brought that to my attention. I was like, oh yeah, Survivor. They're like, who's still watching Survivor? And I'm like, uh, a um, lot of people, first of all. Yeah, I'm like, it is a very, transformative show like i think america right timeless yeah it's timeless it's classic we can't have it go away if it goes away what will we be like what will i don't know yeah what is america without survivor i don't know it's this country i'm offended by the cheesy no (sighs) so we're gonna talk about that and so if you're not a survivor person Maybe not your episode, but also I think we are delightful and I like our commentary. So stay for the hang. I think we're very funny. And maybe we can convince <laughs> you to watch Survivor. Yeah, just at least it's, one episode. Yeah, it's really a show for everyone, okay? It has it has something for everyone out there. It's all the demographics. Yeah. I would recommend. But season 44, here's the thing. It, for everyone who's been watching Survivor for a while, we all know seasons 1 to 20 – superior that was when the show was at its peak the best Mm -hmm. and then it struggled a little bit especially post-covid because there's been like a lot of rule changes they're Mm -hmm. not on the island as long they don't have the live reunions they can't 
fly out people for like the family reunions, like all the things that kind of were staples in the show. There was a lot mm-hmm. of things that had to change. So yeah. I feel like for me, it's been struggling. Like last season, oh, you all know, mm-hmm. was pissed at the finale. Uh, Marin and I were shaking in our boots. We Gabler. were so mad. I forgot we about Gabler. Well. That's how much I hated yeah. it. I put him out of my Literally. mind. I was sick to my, I literally went to work the next day sick. Like I was like, how did we let this happen as people? You're like, my, um, my COVID pneumonia is coming back. I'm having a flare up of my COVID pneumonia because I'm so literally. distraught. No, Marin and I were commenting on like survivors Instagram posts. I don't really like comment on public figures posts because I think it's really cheesy, but I, I had to. And you know what? I still get likes. I still get little notifications of like, Blah blah, and nine others liked your comment on this post because because we knew what we were talking about. Yes, hundred percent. So last season, big letdown. So this season, I didn't come in with high hopes. I am a loyalist, so I will watch the show until you know it's over, which it might never end, honestly. But I did not have high hopes for this season, and this season blew me out of the water. It felt very reminiscent to earlier seasons. The idea of like an alliance that begins at the beginning and makes it till the end, like hasn't happened in so long. It started to become like, they were calling them like trust clusters, like where you would just like, there'd just be a group of people and they would be voting together, but then they would all betray each other. And I Mm -hmm. hate that because I'm all about the social elements of the show. So this brought back like alliances that were together till the end, which worked. The people that they cast, because the cast makes the season, let's be honest. It's always the same. The premise of the show is the same. For 44 yeah. seasons, it's been the same. But the cast has to be top tier. They cast the best people I think they've cast since David vs. Goliath, which was so many seasons ago. And there was a showmance, which we also haven't seen in so long. And that I love. Like, I love when there's a little showmance. So, basically, mm-hmm. it had all the things that I wanted to see with the exception of a female winner, which we'll get to, but I loved it. So, Marin, what what did you think? I I thought the characters were really great this season. I we went to that little island maybe two times when we got on the boat and had to do like the trick game thing, like the prisoner's dilemma game, where it's like yeah. turn the wheel. This what do they call it? Shipwreck Island? What did they end up calling that? It's been in the last yeah, I forgot. Since COVID, which was season 41, right? So since season 41, they've had this little island in Fiji where they go to, like a boat shows up on their island, on their beach. Yeah. They get to like get on the boat and elect someone to go. And then they have to do some sort of puzzle, like fate chance game and they lose their vote or they get an extra vote or they get some sort of disadvantage or advantage to it. And I didn't love that. I think... I agree. I think what you're saying with the post-COVID era is that it's just all the same. Like, to me, I could have been watching season 43 or season 41. Like, and the cast really yeah. did make it different, but I think I'm missing the other components of the game that were special, like mm-hmm. the themes. I miss the cheesy themes. The I love a theme. Water. Oh. Like we don't have a theme. We don't go to a different country. We aren't going to it's outback. The same islands. Island. Like yeah, the rewards are so bad. They're like here's some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. 
I missed the reward challenge or no, it was just a challenge. It was when they went, when they merged the challenge where they like bid the bidding challenge. (gasps) Yes. The auction. Go the auction, the survivor auction. I'm when they lick peanut butter off of each other's faces. Cause they're so hungry. Like I missed that. Like bring it back. Like I love nothing more than seeing these people who have been eating a pound of rice for the past 40 days to just like bid on some food and go crazy. Like I miss No, that. to bid on one square of chocolate. They're like 300. They're like, I, I will do anything for that square of dark chocolate. And so, you're sitting on your couch and you're like, this is prime television. This yeah, is literally like, all I want to see. Yeah. yeah. And so I miss those I agree. I agree. Things. So it's been harder for me. And I haven't mm-hmm. loved the shipwreck island. I haven't loved a lot of the new things they've brought in. But I, I agree. really liked the key in the cage. I don't know why. Yeah. I think that... it's because it was like when they brought hidden immunity idols. Like it was something that yeah. they brought to the game where I was like, this it is adds. fun. It keeps people on their toes. People are on edge. I loved when they started finding the keys and then pretending and putting them like putting something else back in there, like making a fake idol and putting that in there and closing it. I loved that. Um, I loved when Carolyn tried to do that and she left the bag obviously open and everyone was like, it's open. And she was like, it, it is open. And she had to like scurry back. Like I really <laughs> liked the key in the cage and all of that. I thought that was yeah. good. That's a good point. It's been a while since they've introduced a new element to the game that actually added to the plot. Because it seems like now they'll add things and they're too confusing. So like nobody yes. uses them. Yes. And it's like, okay, why did you even do this? So I, I see what you're saying. I also, I'm not, I don't like the the wheel spinning. I would say the first half of this season did drag. And also the first half of the season, the thing that's been going on for like many seasons in a row now is that they just vote out the women again and again and again and again. And it's so annoying. And so I kind of thought that's what was going to happen the whole season. And we would have an, a repeat of last year where it was like two girls were left. But then, like, randomly, it was, like, mid-season where the women just started being, like, no, like, we're going to we're gonna have to take out these strong men. And that's what you have. I mean, that's Survivor 101. Like, you keep them around for so that you can win your rewards. And then the minute that they're – the minute that they overstep, get rid of them. You cannot let those big, strong guys make it till the end because they will win. You will have a Tony. We're not having another Tony. So, yes. I think that the the middle of the season on to me felt very like this is how it used to be, but the f- beginning was kind of like okay, and the the challenges to me are not hitting the way they used to hit. Like I love the one where they're drowning under the water, where they're like up against the grate under the water. That because that's like an oh, OG the challenge. Tide rising, the tide rising, and they're <laughs> like to me yes. I love that. I love when they're doing something for like seven hours. Like that's what I want to see because I want to see who can make it. Like who can, you know, be drowning for seven hours and then just swim out. And, you know, Jam Jam didn't even know he won. They had to go tell him. Like he was still drowning for his life. (laughs) I love it. it. (laughs) Literally. So I I agree. There's still, it's not the same. It's never, I don't know if it's ever going to be the same. However, 
They did just announce episodes are now 90 minutes. Did you see that? All of them? The, yeah. They're, they're transitioning to 90-minute episodes. Instead of going back to the amount of days, they're just going to make the episodes longer so there's more content. Because I guess people have been complaining there's not enough content overall because they're not there long enough. But I so, feel like that doesn't really fix the issue because I think I agree. we want to see the longevity of it. Like, to me... 23 days you can do anything for 23 days like but that 40 day mark like that's really like I feel like that's that's tough I mean Jesus in the wilderness did Jesus go to the wilderness for 23 days I hope I don't think so the universe set up a very specific way people okay 23 days isn't long enough like to me like when they show like the before and afters of like when they first got there versus when they left like I'm like, you look kind of the same. Like, versus people... You didn't lose that much, yeah. Yeah, you would see them, like, episode one and then at the finale, and you're like, oh, my, who are you? Like, Tony, the first time Tony played, like, when he started versus when he finished, I'm like, it's like the presidency. It ages you. You lose a lot of weight. You're graying, like, but... Mm -hmm. Skeletal, honestly. Yeah, and so to me, I don't... Why can't they make it 40 days again? What exactly... Because COVID... I'm not going to say like COVID's eradicated because I, I mean, people are still getting sick, but really not as. But the they're doing Amazing now. Race again. Yeah. And Amazing Race is way more. Yes. You I travel mean, so much. Like what, what is, and they're on the same network. Like what is up with all of these changes and precautions? Like, why are we still in Fiji? Like, and it kind of scared me because I'm like, are we running out of money? Like are, that's what I, I think it's a budget. Is I think a it's budget? a budget. But, but they said that there was like, record numbers this season again like that people really watched so I'm like hello like let's let's um let's take it back let's fly the families out yes let's find a new out a new island let's have Mm -hmm. a theme and let's really run with it um because if the casting department's gonna be as on it as they were this season and we had all the elements of like the OG seasons I feel Mm -hmm. like we could really we would be playing with fire but Oh, Gabler. Yeah, I don't know. I think that we need we we have some ill will in our heart towards that man. Like she just did not deserve that win. But okay, but back to this season. Yes. I think 43. What was most important about this season was that there was an alliance at the beginning called the Tika Three. Mm-hmm. And they got separated, but they kept that alliance, the love of their their alliance held on through the separation back they got back together because they all made it to you know back when they merged Mm -hmm. and then they stayed together and despite everyone on the show trying to break them up they just refused to break up even though they would scream at each other on the beach like literally (laughs) every few episodes they were like you betrayed like they're screaming but still they would not they fully would not betray each other And so those three characters were Carson, Carolyn, and Jam Jam, a very eclectic three. Carson, a very young, hot man. Okay, but he didn't know he was hot. And Carson is literally so pure and good. And I love him so much. And I am so sad he was not in the final three. But he first, he had to gain like 30 pounds to go on the show because he was like, I'm small. Like he shows up day one and everyone's like, 
who's married, who's everyone's partners. And Carson's like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, no, I haven't even kissed a girl. And everyone's like, sir, like, you are so cute. Carolyn's like, you're no, like, you're a snack. Like, you're so cute. Like, she's like, I have a 12 year old son. Like, I hope he looks like you one day. Like, you're so cute. And he's like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, I'm such a nerd. Like, I think he goes to like, where does he go to school? He's like an engineer oh. student. He's like a little yeah, somewhere like, impressive. He's like in the robotics club, I think. Like he like has his little glasses, and yeah, he. They showed a picture of him. He's literally skin and bones, and he's like, I had to gain <laughs> thirty pounds, or like medical wasn't going to clear me. Like I barely made it on this show, and he. I'm sure he is going to get a girly after being on this because he was a little cutie boy. I think he was like twenty one. Yeah, he was like, actually, I think he was 20 because he he couldn't drink. Remember when they had margaritas and they had to provide virgin for him? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Which is so funny that we're like in Fiji, like he's playing Survivor and they're still like, you're not 21. You're 20 and they're like, you're going to have to have a virgin mark. (laughs) Here's your LaCroix with lime juice. Um, Yeah. So Carson was a goodie he was like a little golden retriever he was such a good guy he was he was such a he was just like a an america's sweetheart mm-hmm. and yeah hot young smart guy and then we have carolyn who's gotta be one of the biggest personalities we've seen in a long time and a very authentic personality yeah. like she wasn't playing for the cameras like she Mm-mm. just is an oddball and like was bringing it like was bringing the oddball energy she was so excited to be there like everything they did she just was happy like she's like I'm gonna climb this tree because when else can I climb this tree on Survivor like I'm gonna lick I'm gonna smell the chocolate breath of the people returning from their reward challenge because when else am I gonna do that like the whole time Mm -hmm. and so we love her she's like you said a mom of a 12 year old okay she reminds me so much of our friend AC, I don't mm. know if AC listens to the pod, but I literally mean that in the best possible way. Just like the hands, like she talks with her hands yes, so, so much. I'm like, that is AC. Like she's like, her hands are constantly in front of her face, just like talking. And like, she's just so like dynamic. And she is like a woman with a plan and she is ready to go. But also what cracked me up about Carolyn is she... I don't know what challenge they were doing. Oh, no, she was looking for the key for the cage. And she was, like, sticking her hand in places I would never stick my hand because I'm like, there's a snake in here. There are crabs in Mm -hmm. here. But she was, like, getting after it. And she literally told us in her Talking Head interview that one time her son swallowed Did he swallow something? He swallowed his tooth. He swallowed his tooth. A tooth. And he was so sad he couldn't give it to the tooth fairy. She sifted through her son's poop for days, for like three or four days, and she found the tooth. I'm speechless. I would absolutely never, like, never, never, never do that. I'd be like, sorry, kid. I would literally be like, you know what? The tooth well, fairy still will give you money. It's okay. Yeah. Also, if I had done that, you couldn't waterboard that information out of me. No. I would have never admitted <laughs> to that on national television. That would have gone with me to the grave. But so, but she did, and you can't help but love her for it. You can't help but love the dedication she has for her son and for the game of Survivor. So we love Carolyn, too. Mm-hmm. And then finally, 
Jam Jam. A also kind of old, like maybe in his 30s. Mm. I don't remember him. Married gay man from Puerto Rico. I want to say Puerto Rican. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Um, Also a big personality. Very funny. Constantly fighting with Carolyn, but also is like, this is my ride or die though. Which, Mm -hmm. you know, I love that dynamic. I love them always being pissed at each other, but then like being like, but I'm going to take you to the end. Because that feels very season one. That feels very original survivor. Like, I don't really like you that much, but we've, we said we're going to do this, so we're going to do it. And they did. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally made it to the end. Do you have anything else to say about our guy, Jam Jam? <laughs> yeah, he kind of was... I am shocked. Like, spoiler, he does win. Like, I He's was... the winner. I, I would never have thought that he would win. Like, when we first met, I really thought Carolyn was going to win, personally. Like, he yeah. shocked me and kind of came out of nowhere. But I did love that when they merged and they played that challenge where like half were safe and half weren't and Carolyn and Jam Jam got split up. She was like, you could see she was so physically uncomfortable when people were talking about voting him off. And she was just like, yeah, I mean, of course, like she told everyone, like, I'm not voting him off. Like, of course, if you guys tell me anything about him, I'm going to go tell him. Like she was so upfront about their alliance, but like no one saw them as a threat. Like, I think they were more of a threat together mm-hmm. than, Fran and what's his face on my internet? Uh, Matt. Yeah, Fran and Matt. Like, they were more of, like, a duo than them, and no one really saw them coming, which I just love their little dynamic. Yeah, something that I think is interesting is in the newer seasons, it's almost like people view alliances like that as a weakness. Like they're like, oh, we don't have to worry about Carson, Jam Jam and Carolyn because they're just obsessed with each other. But really like that's the greatest strength that you can have in Survivor is like an alliance that's so committed to each other like that and like refuses to vote each other out. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was their everyone else's downfall was that they were just like, oh, we don't need to focus on them. Like we're going to get these guys. These guys are the threats. She's the threat. They're the threat. When really like those three were always very upfront. Like, yeah, we're working together. We're final three. We, you know, we, we love each other. Like, but they were nice to everyone else. You know, they weren't like bees or anything, but I just think that that's a huge, a huge flaw in people's thinking now is like an alliance hinders you when it really doesn't, that's how you win. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they kind of, they were the trio, the Tika three, a new iconic trio of survivor there's been many mm-hmm. um i always think of courtney todd and amanda in from china that's like oh, one of my yeah. favorite trios of all time there's something about a trio that is just committed to each other because it, it just seems like it works a lot of the time so like marin said jam jam won which it wasn't until the end where i was like wait, I think he's going to win because he was never on the wrong side of the vote. And if Jam Jam said they're going home, everyone would just listen to him. Like no one was giving him credit, but they were just like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Like he he never voted the wrong way the entire season. And That's a lot true. of times at the beginning, he there was a time when a bunch of people voted for him and he said, I'm coming after these people. And sure enough, they all went home. Like he literally engineered the demise of everyone who voted for him, like one after the other. So I feel like that is kind of maniacal and impressive of him. So 
I out of the three, he was not the one that I thought was going to win, but I would I was gonna be fine with any three of them. Yeah, I did like all of them, and I thought they all deserved to win. And I think they all were like active players the whole time and like mm-hmm. strong competitors. I mean, Carolyn was not a physical threat at all, and I feel like that was kind of her demise like how did you outplay a single one of us she's like like where jam jam like he did win she's like i was trying my best she's like i did put my best foot forward (laughs) she's like remember i was an addict for years and years she's like my lungs are not as great (laughs) no but i did appreciate how like yeah jam jam did like kind of have all those components of like being athletic, being strategic, and he did kind of just, like, know everything all the time, but no one... Yeah, he was very social and interesting, which I liked. He he was a winner that I was like, oh, he kind of snuck snuck up on us, but then when you look at him, he didn't. I always think that Marianne from, like, three seasons ago now, two seasons ago. That was a true winner that snuck up on me. Like Mm -hmm. at the end, she pulled something out and I was like, oh, she's, she like won this at the end. I think Jam Jam was winning it the whole season. Um, I just didn't know because when he is next to Carolyn and Carson, I mean, those are big personalities. Mm -hmm. And those weren't the only big personalities because Franny and Matt, I was totally... I think they are dating now. Like, I hope they are. I'm obsessed Did we get an update? We didn't get an update. Well, that's that's what sucks about not having the live finale, like, a couple of weeks or months later, is we don't get a cute update. Like, Matt could have proposed on the stage. Like, we don't get that. And it's such a disappointment. I will say, I fought... So, one of my... The only Survivor podcast I listen to is Drop Your Buffs. And they're very connected to the Survivor world. And... Evan Ross Katz went to a a big reunion party, like to watch the finale and posted a story of Franny and Matt dancing together, like wildly dancing together. And he was chanting kiss, kiss, kiss. They did not kiss, but that gives me hope that they are, um, that they're an item. Cute. I like that. I hope we get an update. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I, I need to stalk them. Did my internet go out? Yeah, but you're back. What is next on your list? I know you had like little notes. What other notes do you have? Oh, the only other things I wrote was the casting. I felt like for the first time in a long time, we had people who were like openly flawed. Like we didn't have all of these like heroes. Like everybody has this like, I hate to say it, like, I don't want to say sob story because they're real, but like tragic stories. And so it's hard to be like, it's hard to dislike anybody. It yeah. felt more like people had real stories and like people were very honest and funny. And then also I felt like when we got those little story beats where they like do their little backstory, which I still hate that. I wish they wouldn't do that. But I feel like this like the season, a lot of times they served the plot instead of just feeling like, okay, like I didn't need to know this person's entire backstory so that's kind of all I had on on my notes was that I felt like for the casting just killed it and that's why it felt more fun to watch for me but 
I mean, I think the game isn't where it should be. It's, I mean, it's not one through 20. That's just changed so much, but I do think a good cast can make up for a lot of that. Sia awards money to her top three favorite players. So she gave Carolyn a hundred thousand and then Carson, I want to say 15 or 20,000. And then the last character that she gave person, I guess the real people that she gave money to, <laughs> what was the name of the single mom who was like beautiful and a teacher like Lauren or, Oh yes. Wait, she was a single mom. Yeah, her story was that she was like a single mom. She was she had like the floral shorts. She had like her she, pretty curly hair. Yes. And she would wear a headband and her hair would be up. Yes. yes. Okay, yes. I can't remember her name, but she also got money from Sia. So that's I think good. that was Lauren, yeah. Lauren, yeah. So I liked that. Last year, I didn't like who she gave money to. I mean, I think she gave money to Jesse, so that was good. But but I felt like this was a, a better pick all the way around. I'm glad Carolyn and Carson won something because we love them. <laughs> See, that just shows you that people stand a trio. Because yeah. the fact that she gave money to her favorite players and two of those people were in the trio like if jam jam didn't win well i do think they can still pick the winner to give the money to because i remember one year like at&t used to do it and mm-hmm. the favorite player it was kim when kim won one oh, world yeah she got favorite player and so she got the million dollars from winning and then she got like a hundred thousand dollars for being the favorite and it's like everyone's like surely like she's not allowed to get a million dollars and this hundred thousand dollars but yeah. yeah, that's crazy that she gave it to two out of three of them. I liked that they did the reward where they like all got to go off like in the woods and have a picnic. I do miss the bigger rewards of like getting to go on a boat for the day or like getting to go on a helicopter ride or getting like Outback Steakhouse. Like I miss those things. So yeah, the overnight like, at the hot tub that, that yes, I loved when they used to the do overnight. that. When, like, some movie sponsors them, they're like, we're going to get to go to, like, this old hotel and watch Must Be Blah Blah 3 or whatever, you know, like. Yeah, well, and I think in, I remember, like, in Cook Islands, they did, like, a, like, a overnight at a hot tub and, like, Parvati, Yule, and Ozzy, like, went skinny dipping. Like, that was yes, prime television. I love when it becomes like the real life. Like we always yeah. get like a little bit of reality TV in there, which obviously it already is. I don't know if it's reality TV or like a show. It's more like I feel like it's a comp a competition. Yes. Show more than but it yes. but it's fun when we get like a little reality moment. I we are interested in if you guys like it more when we do like an episode like this where we just cover a whole season or if you like it more when we talk about the episodes as they come out. We know not everyone's into Survivor. However, my cousins, Conan and Andy, did just tell me that they were influenced to watch Survivor and they've been binging it. And they were very excited that Jam Jam won. So, so let us know because I'm interested in what you guys like better um also related to survivor i am applying for my 26th birthday i'm gonna apply to play so i mean i think like thousands and thousands and thousands of people apply every season but could be me i don't know that's crazy my friend chelsea just applied too so if you and chelsea 
both go on the same season. And a lion. You heard it here first, folks. Crazy. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.